and welcome to the Cargo Bay, a Star Wars conversation podcast being transmitted to you from a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I am Brady C. here with my co-host, back from his teaching sessions with Yaddle. Adam B. How you doing, <laughs> BC? I, I can already hear the Yaddle voices coming through <laughs> you. Seems like those lessons are going well. Bryce Dallas Howard is really working well with you. Yeah. Yeah, of course, the massive controversy shaking the internet, BC. Yaddle talks normally. <laughs> We're going to spend the next three hours dissecting Yaddle talking normally and Yoda talking like a freakazoid. I, I do want to know one thing. Would you have rather have... Would you rather Yaddle have talked and no? And Yoda it's speak? annoying. I think it's annoying that Yoda talks like that <laughs> yeah. to begin with. Yeah, like, I do we too. don't need we don't need more of that. It's not like hey, this species is kind of an idiot. Like, I'll... I mean, I get it. He's talking in riddles. I'm I'm taking the piss out of Yoda, but like it's it's the old speak or whatever and how he learned to talk. It's like okay, fine, whatever. I I, I don't. It's not like Yaddle's got to talk with reverse sentences or I'm. Done with Star Wars. Yeah, I was I was glad uh, that Yaddle did not Yoda speak. I don't care what the canon explanation is; it's fine. I also <laughs> have long said, like, if you watch Empire Strikes Back, uh, Yoda does do those reverse, you know, sentences every so often. <laughs> but like, yeah. and depending on who's directing what episode of Clone Wars or whatever, it can be like everything that comes out of his mouth sometimes. Where I'm like. That's that's not yeah, how it used to be. Yeah. Let's all Slow calm down. down about this. Yeah, no, I, I think it, I, I I'm more like you. I, I don't care what the canonical reason is for why Yoda speaks that way and why Yaddle doesn't. If that's how you want to spend your energy, uh, great. Uh, not for me, though. I, I, mean, I like it better be- that I can understand her clearly. To be fair, I haven't um I haven't actually seen any kind of like online. <laughs> Like fervor arguments, I maybe saw one tweet about it. Let's well, maybe this could be an angle for us to create an internet uh, shitstorm yeah, and uh, really drum up some controversy. <laughs> let's, let's get up the the fervor, the fervor mill. I, yeah, I, I think we should really jump on that. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, so today's episode, uh-huh. uh huh, we're going to be talking about Star Wars. From a certain point of view, uh, specifically the We Don't Serve Their Kind Here short story by Chuck Winding. That's what the uh, Wheel of Fate spun for us, VC. That is what the Wheel of Fate has spun, but uh, like anyone who's uh, really good at denying their fate, I think we should talk uh, at least a little bit about the most recent episode of Andor, maybe little tells of the Jedi before we jump into the literary classic that is We Don't Serve Their Kind Here. I think so too, BC. We're we're of course saving most of our Andor thoughts for our big, you know, three episode wrap up as we're at the beginning of another three episode Ooh. arc. Uh, but Ooh. it's a big week for Star Wars, BC. We've got simultaneous <laughs> series uh, going. Yeah, I had a good I had a good Wednesday morning. Uh, woke up and was I was like, do I do Tales of the Jedi first or do I do Andor first? I went with Andor because it's the best thing on uh, television currently. <laughs> uh, did not disappoint. Um, I think I'm just to the point now. I'm like every episode's better than the last one. It's uh, it, it's wild that there hasn't been a real stinker yet, or even just like a slight stinker. Um, I did think this was the reverse of last episode, where last episode I was like, all right. 
kind of bored with the Andor side of this. And this one was kind of the reverse, where it was like, I want to see the Andor parts. Um, the, Give me more prison. The Coruscant wasn't quite as hot as the, no. <laughs> the previous episode. Um, and this is the longest episode, so a little bit of me was yeah. like, just cut a scene or two that's not so not so spicy. Um, yeah. But yeah, I loved it. Uh, I had a great time. BC, I was telling you over the Discord that, uh, that the Hydro Prison is... Mm. That's such a great uh, design for a sci-fi prison. However, they like I'm I'm scared of dams. I grew up around <laughs> big scary dams that scare me <laughs> okay. for whatever reason, yeah. and uh-huh. uh, that really tapped into my my little kid primal fear of like, oh, there are big scary vortexes of water going down <laughs> into the deep dark ocean. It's scary. It got uh, your damn fear going. Mm-hmm. That happens. But yeah, I had a, I had a great time, BC. I'm glad you enjoyed it as well. Uh, I mean, it's it's hard. Like, I enjoyed it. It was one of the most hopeless episodes of television I've ever watched <laughs> in my life. And I was like, it's so good. <laughs> I was like, it's just so like depressing. But like, it it just is making the world so much richer for yeah. for what the empire is. And I was like, oh, it's so good. And just like, it just. Is like soul crushing and just like the yeah. right way, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like Ex- step on my soul, Star Wars, Daddy. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, my favorite flavor of soul crush. Yeah. Um. Uh. Do you have a, uh. So you, you obviously you love the damn any uh any scenes or moments specifically that you loved? Um. I I also like seeing Saw. Um, yeah. That was cool. I've been looking forward to that. Also, like that the intro is Saw being like, "No, I'm not, yeah. not going to do what you want." I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think I think he fits perfectly into this. Obviously, yeah. Uh, it's like this is this is the world Saw Gerrera should be inhabiting. He always felt like a bit too much of an extremist for a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And 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 in this, you're like, yeah, this guy fits in this world pretty well. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's good to see him in that. I also thought, uh, I mean, why isn't this the headline? Snoke. Yeah, that is. We that, now know the Snoke origin. There He's is the there is actually guy. there there are some people. <laughs> I saw like the general response that I've seen in my Twitter circles is everyone just kind of laughing at like websites that are meant to milk like you know views from nerds like trying to spin right. up anything in this right. show that isn't like kind of nuanced and yeah and like oh it's snoke um not the not the biggest andy circus head in the world bc but i thought this was good casting uh and i thought he was good uh i was like yeah i'll, I'll take that hey i love i love andy circus he's gollum He's he's a pioneer. I mean, that's kind of all I know. It's like, hey, that dude's Gollum and Snoke, which he's he's good in the um, what was the weird Planet of the Eight movies that they, yeah. they remade. He's really good in those. Um, Does he play but again? It's is I mean, it mocap? Be, yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. It's it's what he it's what he does best, you know. But yeah. uh, it's good to see his actual head and face and stuff and his real body. Um, but you know, real shame they're gonna have to transform that into Snoke soon. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for that to be the final episode of Andor. It's the beginning of Snoke. Um, I wanted to ask you a few questions, VC. I had some polls running over on the, the Twitter. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. One was, uh, what do you think those big shoes are about? 
it's it's bad government contract deal. You know, someone getting a little payout. Um, or are they Heelys? Are they going to have a sweet Heelys reveal where the guards well, are chasing them down on their... Not not to reveal my vote that I did vote on, but they're definitely the Heelys. <laughs> Actually, um, no, I, I love those shoes. Yeah. At first time, I was like, what is going on? And I was like, oh, it makes sense, but okay, I get the shoes now, which I thought was a, a great way to do it. But this is weird, and it probably is my brain mixing things up. Do you remember the Super Mario Brothers movie? Yeah, yeah, that does look... Looks pretty similar. <laughs> I remember them having really big weird shoes that helped for their like boing jumping. <laughs> like, that's like how they justified Bob Hoskins like jumping like <laughs> like Super Mario <laughs> was these big like shoes. That was weirdly the first thing that came to mind. Probably also because I recently saw the <laughs> there's a clip of Bob Hoskins that makes its way across the internet once in a while where he's just talking. It's like doing press for the Super Mario Brothers thing. And he's he's like, yeah, I've just signed up to do the Mario Brothers movie. And then he's like, my grandson pulled up the Nintendo and I see this going on. And he just goes, <laughs> I used to play King Lear. <laughs> <laughs> like, he didn't realize that he signed he up to be a, a Nintendo game. movie. He's like, he's like, no, it's this movie where me and my Italian plumber brother take on uh, an evil, evil underworld. <laughs> Totally we, normal stuff. We got to put that movie on the wheel of fate, BC. Uh, oh, yeah, that's gonna be. I, a... I think. I think back in the day, we may have even opened some Super Mario Brothers movie. I cards. know that we had we had requests. Um, okay, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure if Cardio we ever Bay fans to... ever did. They're a little. They were a little harder to get our hands on. Um, Should but... we look into doing a classic? Cargo Bay Twitch stream where we just oh, yeah. go and buy like ten packs of weirdo stuff and and crack them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just remembered something, BC. In my non-sport, maybe I should. We'll keep this for hobby talk if we do a, a whole episode <laughs> okay. of hobby talk coming up. Um, the, the other question I wanted to ask you about Andor, and again, they got the big shoes on because the floors get hot. Spicy floors. <laughs> the, the hot floors. You got to motivate the workers. Um, <laughs> but the other question I put up is, what are they building in there? Um, and What's he building? Uh, the the most obvious answer is they're just working on stuff for the Death Star, right? Yeah. Because that's, <laughs> yeah. you know, poetic. Um, yeah, it's the most poetic justice that you could do. I, but I, any Imperial giant Imperial machine is going to be the same payoff i i thought it was you know probably for the emperor's froyo like locations it looks like some sort of crank turning he's uh, franchising that that imperial soft serve so you got to get those machines up and running galaxy wide (laughs) if you want to do it right you want to cast a wide net immediately so you got to get all those froyo stations up and running they did have they did have the uh, the froyo the sustenance froyo um, in that little in their little <laughs> little box, but yeah, BC, yeah, uh, it's like the prototype. Good good fun episode of uh, Andor. Uh, I was excited fun, to have the yeah. the prison arc, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to be here in it. <laughs> what a what a delight. <laughs> I mean the the I was I'll be I'll, I was kind of like nervous going into the prison arc, but as soon as I saw visually what they were doing, I was like I'm in. It's <laughs> like sold. Give me give me give me a season of the prison show now. Like I, I bought it immediately. And yeah. I was foolish. I, there's no I'm I'm never gonna doubt this show again. 
Like, every turn has been like, no, trust us, we're going to do the cool thing with where we're going. And I'm like, I don't know, I'm nervous about the prison. I'm like, no, we're going to do a THX-style 1984 weirdo totalitarian prison sort of thing. I was like, yeah, you got me again. I and, love this. And the, my favorite chunk of every, like, fantasy or sci-fi, like, epic series where it's like, oh, our main character is, um, you know, a, a part of this team that has to do a terrible task. Like, that's, you know, a, a non-war terrible task. Um, unglorified. Um, yeah. It's exciting. Uh, and also we had that little bit of sign lang- language between the tubes. Uh, yeah. This show just looks so good all the time. <laughs> it looks Yeah, looks no, it's really crazy good. how good it looks. It's Even the, the digital locations look so much better than stuff has in a long time. It's just like... Uh, if the rest of Star Wars doesn't look like this going forward, I'm going to be upset. And I'm just like... We talked a little bit about like last week how how Andor may be spoiling the rest of Star Wars. Uh-huh. But if they don't realize that this is the level that everything that they're doing should be at, then then shame on you, Disney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shame on you. Uh, shame why? on you and your house. Um, but uh, I, I also I saw a video floating around of uh, the actor who plays Senta uh, just like gushing about how she read did not say she was in said she read the final episode of the season and that she thinks it's one of the best things ever ever written for television <laughs> like oh, the question Christ. was like what's your favorite episode and she was like oh well it's the last one i had the pleasure of reading it <laughs> like like yeah i'm stoked i'm excited we got four episodes left is that right um this was eight nine yeah. ten eleven twelve yeah well, uh, what about Tales of the Jedi, BC? Justice for Dooku! <laughs> Justice for Dooku! Now, I've, I haven't seen the very last episode, but I was I was loving the, the Dooku, BC. Making, <laughs> I was too. Making Christopher Lee seem even cooler uh, is always, always right I, with me. I thought it was great. Um, I love the Dooku stuff. Yeah, I was a big it, fan of it. Uh, I, it you know, it... it I don't know. It's did we need Tales of the Jedi? No, I don't. I don't think so. It is it's weird. Nice to, it's nice to have it, but it's yeah. It doesn't feel like I don't know. It just feels like this weird like, hey, we spent a lot of time and money on this, so here it is. And I was like, great, but it, it doesn't <laughs> it, feel like. I mean, it, in contrast with the show that is pointedly not about Jedi and reaching a little further than Star Wars has in a long time, to to have another show that's like, oh, here's kind of a slow thing that is again about the morals of the Jedi, like, and and there are no big surprises really. Uh, it's just kind of like, yeah, no, good guy's gonna good guy, bad guy's gonna bad guy, yeah. I mean, I think there's there's a little more complexity to Dooku. I, I, I like that you see his sort of like, I mean, there's a to a degree you're kind of like, I mean, he's got a point. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah. I mean, when when he's uh and and full spoilers, uh, cover your ears. Spoiler alert! Uh, spoiler alert! But when he's gonna murder that senator, uh, it's like he's like, we gotta root out the corruption. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, kill that guy. Like, it seems like that guy probably should die, yeah. <laughs> um, 
I'm kind of Team Dooku on that one. I'm <laughs> yeah, not gonna he lie. Betrayed his village, and they're all in poverty except for him. Yeah, get, yeah. Get him out of here. Um, seems like he might be the problem. Um, <laughs> but that Jedi morality, man. Yeah, you but know, you can't you can't mess with that Jedi morality. And it does make sense that Qui Gon, yeah. probably one of the chillest Jedi out there, when he's yeah. like, "And my mask was ready to just rock this senator's <laughs> face off." <laughs> um, so he's like, you know, in in episode one, you do get the sense that Qui Gon's kind of like, you know, the Jedi Council's kind of bullshit. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do like. I do like that scene we see of them later together after, or I guess that we see of. Um, obi-wan and is it obi-wan and dooku e- yeah all right there's qui-gon and dooku there's older uh, liam neeson voice qui-gon i guess that's what i'm thinking of yeah yeah where it's just like dooku is like i'd like to meet your padawan and it's like you, you see their relationship being like distant yeah, he's, he's or talking, whatever he's talking to qui-gon about young obi-wan yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. I like that scene. Um, and the, the other thing that was weird, though, and I have seen a little bit, I haven't gone into the internet discourse, but I'm guessing that what people are arguing about when they're talking about this altering the canon of Star Wars in a way they don't like is that um, uh, uh, Mace Windu is just like I'm all about the rules and am very like by the book and simple and it's like no I mean that's that's never been the way that he's been portrayed before in my view and I I imagine that's what people are up in arms about as I mean specifically the last thing he did before he died was like no we don't have time for a trial (laughs) like you know we gotta kill this handle this right now (laughs) yeah uh yeah here's here's the deal about people getting up in arms on the internet I, it's never worth I, it. I don't, no, I'm just I, using I, that as I, I, I'm not trying to dwell on that. I'm just trying to use yeah. that as an intro to like, this is something worth talking about. Maybe. Yeah. It yeah, doesn't no, upset it's... me. Uh, I'm, I was just like, yeah, Mace Windu is lame as hell in this. He's like a total corporate nerd. Uh, <laughs> but you know, you you get a little like the slight of like. Or is that why you are now on the council? Master? Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, funny. He's like, well, I wasn't going to cut a face off, and you were. So <laughs> they put me on the council. Uh, I don't know. I just, I'm just, like, very pro-Dooku in these episodes. Yeah, that blue, <laughs> that, that, that blue saber looking cool with the With the, the, the curved blade? Yeah. yeah. The, or the curved uh The hilt? Handle? Hilt, yeah. El Torino? Um... Yeah, yeah, I thought it was good. I know you you thought episode one was poodoo. Yeah, I don't love I don't love uh, media focused on children, much less <laughs> like you do. Baby famously babies. hate children. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. That's hate established children. canon that you hate children. Yeah, we know. No, we all know. We everybody knows that you hate children. It's okay. I don't serve their kind here. <laughs> Ooh, hey, that's a good segue. Uh, just do want to touch episode five, the clone episode with Ahsoka. I thought was particularly oh, good. Oh, that As might have been call- where I, I fell asleep watching this last night. But, it's yeah. a good callback to um, to the the final season or the last arc of the Clone Wars at the very end. Um, there's a nice little payoff at the end of it. The, Again, it's the a, Ahsoka stuff fun, is flooding back. That one with Anakin was weird. Um where she keeps getting blasted. Yeah, inside. where she just gets tortured. 
yeah. It, the the payoff is that she's. Did you did you fall asleep? I, no, I think I finished that one. Because the the payoff is it's her and Rex going right. going into the room of the clones after Order sixty six yeah. when when like three hundred clones are about to start firing on them and they've got to escape. And his final line is, "I hope all that training paid off." Yeah, yeah. yeah I was like, I that was. This now. It's it's a nice tie-in, but I think you've got to be pretty connected to the Ahsoka uh, lore, such as I am, uh, because I'm a big Ahsoka head. But the 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 way they tied that, because at first I'm like, this is just kind of a frivolous thing of her being shot <laughs> yeah. over and over again. Um, but to have the payoff tie-in to the the moment with her and Rex going into that hangar with all the clones about to fire on her, when it's like all we've been seeing is her being knocked out cold for like. 10 minutes yeah. of this episode by clones is like all right what's what are we getting to and then they they do pay it off fairly well for the for the the order 66 moment with her and rex okay yeah yeah i remember this now yeah always good to see ahsoka um mm. unless she's a, a little baby <laughs> in the a tiny woods. little baby riding on a riding on a, a forest tiger <laughs> ahsoka is Jedi. I thought the I think I think the animation is like a ama- like the level of animation is amazing. The yeah, score on them I thought it was we, we really had some good. Andor stuff uh, slipping in there. They're using more of that kind of synth, a uh, little bit of synth wave leaking in, give and me I that like it. Synth wave yeah. in Star Wars, baby, it's the best. It's uh, it's time for it. Uh, it's synth time in Star Wars. Well, from a certain point of view, it is. Oh, boy, here we go. See, <laughs> The Wheel of Fate brought us a short story from a short story collection from a certain point of view. I'm guessing this whole collection is Star Wars as seen through the eyes of minor characters. Am I correct, PC? Ooh, y- you nailed it. <laughs> you nailed it. Uh, I wanna, I'll want i give you the, the publisher's summary. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Wait, let me try not to. I might, I might wet myself from excitement if I don't, if I don't uh, prepare hold, for the publishers. Hold your bladder. Okay, okay, I'm ready. Here's this is the cover. Fantastic. In honor of the 40th anniversary of Star Wars: A New Hope, this collection features Star Wars stories by best-selling authors, trend-setting artists, and treasured voices. From Star Wars literary history, more than 40 authors have lent their unique vision to 40 scenes, each retelling a different (laughs) moment from the original Star Wars film. But with a twist, every scene is told from the point of view of a background character. Whether it's the X-Wing pilots who helped Luke destroy the Death Star, or the stormtroopers who never never could quite find the droids they were looking for. Star Wars, from a certain point of view, places the classic movie in a whole new perspective and celebrates the influence and legacy of the unparalleled cultural phenomenon, Star Wars. Wow. Well, I see. That doesn't get you you just rock hard to read some Star Wars. I don't know what does. It seems like this might have been something distributed to people um, as, like, here's what you're going to write about, and people treated it like a homework assignment. <laughs> it feels Here's your old. writing prompt. Here's your freshman writing class prompt. Yeah. You need to write a Star Wars story from a character's perspective that can't be a Luke Skywalker or an Obi-Wan Kenobi. Now, we we were lucky enough to get, uh, we don't serve their kind here, by Chuck Windig. 
Chuck Wendig, who has since been expelled from the <laughs> Marvel Star Wars universe, <laughs> he got kicked out for some some tweets he was tweeting uh, during the previous administration. Uh, <laughs> That's all we'll say about that. <laughs> I'll say a little more. I'll say uh, uh, rest in power, Chuck Wendig. <laughs> Justice for Chuck. Yeah, um, bring him back. I, I did not enjoy your short story very much, but I, <laughs> I'm on your side. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Chuck, uh, prolific writer, uh, probably most well-known to Star Wars fans for, uh, I found this out, he's the creator of Cobb Vanth. Hey! Uh, who appears in the, it's the prequel to the sequel trilogy novel trilogy aftermath. <laughs> Does that make sense to everybody? <laughs> yep. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, BC, I am several books deep into, um, I believe, it might be Aftermath, it might be something else entirely. That series that I was listening through. Um, I think this is going to be different. Yeah, this uh, is... I think this is, I think this is connected, but it's, no, no, I was, this is a Fate of the Jedi series I'm deep into, I think. I, I also, I've, I think I finished the second High Republic book, or I'm at the, the very end of that but yeah i have not i did not read the intro to Cobb vanth or the the book he wrote that intros Cobb vanth no i i didn't either i guess they were well enough received uh it's star wars fiction is a thing it's it's its own thing the standards are not extraordinarily high for you know the the pros No, <laughs> but um, uh, you know, some people are better at telling uh, interesting stories than others. I don't know much about Chuck's work in the universe. The only thing I know about Chuck's work in the universe is what I've read in this short story, which is from the point of view of wooer, 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 famously the bartender. Uh, in the cantina scene. Now, I know you particularly have been clamoring for his perspective uh-huh. on that fateful day in the Mos Eisley Cantina. Uh, did did this short story live up to your expectations? Foo boy, BC. If <laughs> if I could if I could only read twenty pages stretched out from the most surface level, like. <laughs> What is this guy's day like? <laughs> Adventure. This this is exactly what I wanted to see. I mean, basically, what we learn is one thing, which is he does not like droids because his parents were killed in the Clone Wars by droids. Turtle Day. It's, uh, That's the validation for his anger. And we get some nice stuff about the mundanity of his life in the cantina, yeah. but mostly what it is is just like. Every moment that happens in the movie, except he's like, hey, that's happening right now. <laughs> like, it's like, it is a little beat for beat. <laughs> Instead of What's... it being like Luke reached out and tugged on the bartender's sh- like, uh, garb and said it's like, hey, that guy is reaching out and tugging on my garb. <laughs> now, when, when, when you here's here's the thing. Here's the problem with this I'm story. I'm sorry, I'm you, laughing you, at this. It is fine. It is fine. It, it is way. fine. It's 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 not bad. But here's the thing: you can't put Chuck Windig in a box, which is exactly <laughs> what this does. Yeah, you yeah. know, they say you got to tell us a Star Wars scene from the perspective of war <laughs> and make it interesting. And you're just kind of like, 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I'll, hold on. I, I do want to quote, because he throws some shade at some Lucas dialogue in here at a certain point. Uh-huh. Um, when he when he's when um uh, when they're talking says Han Solo uh, said something slick I remember before this is uh okay so it's uh this is when uh what's his name I don't like you either oh Amazon uh, or whatever. yeah Amazon uh you just watch yourself we're wanted men I have the death sentence on twelve sen- on twelve systems Woo thought. Who says that? <laughs> Who says that? Who announces that they're a God's blamed criminal with a death sentence? Might as well print your bounty number across your head. Make yourself a target to every whack job with a debt to pay. I just love that he, he, he obviously was given the assignment, went, went back and watched the scene, and then you've got you've got the character saying, I've got the destinance on 12 system. He's like, that's stupid. Yeah. To say. <laughs> and it does fit the, uh, because the one thing about this background character, BC, he's got a great vibe um, in episode four. Uh, the, the guy playing him, he's got a, you know, he looks tired in a very authentic way, I feel like. Um, and uh, yeah, that seems in character uh, with him. In character? Uh you know, uh, I'm going to try my best to give some credit here. Um, okay. So, and you're going to have to go with me on this because it's a stretch for me. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, I mean, a bad day at work, obviously. You know, uh-huh. mul- mul- body parts and uh-huh. full bodies that need to be cleaned up. How? I mean, how routine are we talking for wooer? I mean, is this a is this a routine? Not only are you bartending, but you're also as a, a de facto almost like coroner, almost. You know, yeah, pretty tough job. I I mean, I think we're to believe it is somewhat in the line of normal duties, but not so much that it doesn't cause him to think about maybe a new life on the horizon at the end. <laughs> maybe even for Wu there's there's a possibility <laughs> of a. A greater life out there and also we do need to clarify we do clarify in this short story even though he is uh, prejudiced against droids and will yep. not serve droids he doesn't think slavery is a good idea uh <laughs> multi- multiple points he comes out as anti-slavery <laughs> which is a little suspicious to me <laughs> that he's He's anti-slavery, <laughs> but anti-droid. He okay, thinks now, about it a lot. He thinks about now, it. Okay, now, but hold on. I'm going to go I'm gonna go from a certain point of view here now. Okay, okay. Now go with me on this. <laughs> I'm with uh, you, PC. Droids did murder his family. They did? Now, now I want to I wanna, I wanna pin this down, because this is the one meaningful thought that I may have had reading this. Which is we as Star Wars viewers are into, introduced to the to the to the droids, essentially as cannon fodder for the Jedi, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Like Lucas went out of his way to be like, um, they're basically just like um, butter that's supposed to be cut down by the Jedi. They're they're non-threatening. They're they serve no purpose. <laughs> they're just they're just there to be, they're just there to look cool and and be killed by lightsabers. Yes, this is so, fair. We as the audience are like, those things suck. Uh-huh. Now, now I'm putting on my Andor cap. I'm taking off my George Lucas Jedi cap. I'm putting on my Andor cap. Now, if you're just a regular person and, and a battalion of battle droid rolls up, it's a little more intimidating if you don't have a lightsaber and Jedi powers. So, I mean, it scared, it, it, scared baby Mando. 
scared baby Mando, scared baby wooer <laughs> yep. as well. Uh, so hey, I don't think I can get all the way there on justifying the droid hate, but I can from a certain point of view. Uh huh. I can see why he doesn't serve their kind there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not really. Uh, I don't really have any problem with that decision. Um, I mean, we could talk about our our stance on droid liberation and are they alive or not. I I don't know, PC, but uh, I I've never, you know. I'm not I'm not standing up for the droids in a universe that the the aliens are treated poorly. Right. I'm not taking a stand for you droids. <laughs> yeah, not... and PBDO knows that cuz he's been just gathering <laughs> dust in the corner yeah, for a while. <laughs> the batteries died on PBDO and he takes we D have, batteries. We so. have not we've not recharged him or got new batteries. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Any PBDO heads out there? Have you been wondering? Where if he you is? send an email to the cargo, we'll do a PBD episode. episode. <laughs> we will rescue PBDO, but until we get an email about it, yeah. he's which we're before. not going to check for three months. You <laughs> see, I don't even know what I was trying to say. I, the dude hates droids. Seems like he's an asshole, but not as much of an asshole as he could be. He's got a bad life. This was yep. just kind of a sad that, little story. This, this is this is literally the the notes that I wrote for this. Anti-slave, anti-droid, saved by Jedi from droids during Clone Wars. Healthy fear of droids. Oh, that's bad right. day at work. <laughs> we, he he specifically was saved by a Jedi. I forgot that when he sees Obi Wan's lightsaber, he's like, no. he's, he's like, yeah, I remember seeing the glow of a green and a blue lightsaber that saved me. There you go. Fantastic. Cool stuff. Great. The oh, end. <laughs> Chuck Wendig. I hope Wendig got a little paycheck for that because they won't let him write for for Star Wars anymore. It. Uh, I mean, it, it does make me want to read more of this. Just just because I'm sure there are like diamonds in the rough. Of, oh like, yeah. This is the short story to read, but Wooer as the uh, the main thrust is is not particularly good. I'm pretty sure there's a Biggs. Nice. There's a Biggs short story in here, so that that one's probably pretty good. Uh, but yeah, Wooer, not not high on my Cargo Bay recommendations list, but uh, a worthwhile project for the 40th anniversary of uh, Star Wars: A New Hope. I think they did one for um, Empire as well, and I imagine we're approaching 40 years for Return of the Jedi. Wow, may get another one coming up next year. Wow. It's wild to think about BC. Also wild to think about uh, Return of the Jedi and the the end of the uh, original trilogy, and uh, and be like, and then after that, Andor. That's the that's the next best Star Wars. <laughs> we got the the thing that is currently happening. Um, Peak um, Star Wars right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm looking forward to those next two episodes. Uh, a lot going on BC. I am thankful that the season two is confirmed, that it will be shooting. Uh, yes, I, thank goodness. I can't wait to see that. Hopefully that is released next year. We don't have to wait uh, too long before we get the next one, but I'm glad that's already, like, production is happening, confirmed, stamped, approved. Yeah. Go forth and conquer Mr. Gilroy. Yeah, thank thank goodness they didn't wait on the numbers on that one. Uh yeah, <laughs> yeah, not the most popular Star Wars. I think it'll build. I think it'll build 
over time. It'll be a, you know, it'll be a mainstay. I think it'll continue yeah. to bring some new people in, but we'll see. Anyway, so. that was from a certain point of view. BC, you know what that means? We got to spin that wheel, don't we? Ooh, we don't you're have, right. We, we do, don't have anything else. We do got to spin that wheel. We don't. Uh, Wait. No, I don't think we do. I don't think we do. Nope, because we did that Clone Wars episode. We with did Yoda. <laughs> I'm spinning the wheel of all Star Wars content. It's going round and round. So many hundreds and hundreds of things. It is landing on Darth Bane, Rule of Two. Um, uh, this is a novel, BC. It's one of my favorite Star Wars novels. Uh, I'd oh, be happy nice. to. Uh, to, I've got that on my my uh, audiobook library. I'd be happy to go back through that um, before the next time we we. Uh, I, I guess it would just be next week if we wanted to do it. Um, I could do that. Right, yeah. I could give I'll, you. A I'll dive into some some Wikipedia's and some summaries and some. I don't really know much at all about Darth Bane, which well, this, makes me a bad Star Wars fan. This is the book, um, and it introduces a lot of uh, Sith lore, obviously. Um, I think it's really great. Um, at least I remember it being really great as, stars, as far as Star Wars novels go. Maybe my favorite or second fra- favorite of the Star nice. Wars novels. Um, so yeah, I'll give it a listen and we'll see if that holds true. <laughs> okay, yeah. We can uh, talk about that next week on the card. I don't have any problem listening to all of that, BC, because I've been playing No Man's Sky on the Nintendo Switch and oh, listening to audio Snap! Rocking it, it on the Switch, It huh? is wild. Uh, I love down, like, uh, D-makes, as they're called sometimes. I love ports. Um, from one system down to the switch that shouldn't work. Entire game is on a physical card. Almost no features cut. Like, it looks worse. Um, yeah. But I don't know. It's just incredible to me that it's that thing still works an, on the an switch. infinite and expansive universe. Yeah. Yeah, I've been the wondering. Of which like, the world is never known. <laughs> when does my switch fill up? Like, when is my memory card going to fill up on there? Is what I keep thinking about as I, you know land on planets and build a fleet and walk around in space <laughs> it's it's a very strange experience to have on a tablet you know like that big and play on an airplane um, this little guy yeah that little guy just an infinite world in there i love it yeah it's been i great. don't play enough of it but it's every time i pick up my switch with intention i'm like this is amazing. I love this thing. Yeah, it does feel like the feels like the future I always dreamed of. Yeah. Now, I want a skin that makes it look like one of those imperial those funky imperial tablets from Andor. Not not my the giant favorite. iPad. Yeah, not my favorite <laughs> design in the show. But BC, my my theory about the Star Wars universe having infinite power and low like uh, you know, materials for microprocessors remains true. The only people who get those data pads are those high-ranking imperial ISB officers. Um, you got to you got to get at least a couple blue dots yeah. on your chest before you can get, get access to your iPad. imperial pad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't your imperial pad short uh, shortened to iPad. Holy damn. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, 
well on is that. Is that note. where Steve Jobs got it from a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away? Imperial pads? Are we all just members of the Empire walking around with little Imperial pads in front of our face all the time? Oh, my God. Think about that. Think about that out there. Yeah, why don't you all suck on that thought nugget? <laughs> a little gross. <laughs> It's okay. It's, Nobody, it's nobody's just listening. Adam. It's just maybe nobody's listening. Know, it's fine. <laughs> if you somehow are here for whatever reason, thank you so much for listening. Shoot us an email. We'll check it in three months. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week with some more. Blah, 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 blah. Bye forever. Bye, cargo babies. <laughs> Go snuck yourselves.